0: let's get started
1: hey there welcome to the dr marketing Tips show i am jennifer and i'm corey and today we are going to provide a case study and i think if you are driving you're definitely going to want to listen to this we'll put some links in the show notes but the fact is i think to me this case study was one of the biggest revelations that i've seen in a long time backing up some return on investment of where we thought we were seeing a real return and really having us like take a step back and make some shifts in our marketing approach. And so I'm excited to share this.
2: Yeah, so what we're talking about is um, essentially we wanted to go in and look at and track how effective our marketing campaigns were from the point of initial contact all the way through a potential surgery.
1: Yeah, and for, for me though, even more specific, the doctors and the practice administrators were telling me that the ad words weren't working and that even though they had all these great numbers, they were like, yeah, but I don't think they really, like, convert.
2: Right. And so what we wanted to do was was uh, find, out. find out if they were really working and how well they were really working. And what we discovered um, was some work really well, uh, some did not work as well as we thought that they did, and then there was this other opportunity that presented itself that – um, is essentially a free service where we can see a ton of
1: growth. Yeah, it truly is. And so kind of the first thing we did and they ran kind of simultaneous is I went to the practice and we pulled some data to find out what their average order value was. So it's referred to as AOV. So if you're listening to this and 99.9% of this, you're going to find this out, um, whoever does your AdWords is going to send you a report and the report's going to be great. Because if they're doing the job, your report's going to be great. But you never really know how much those convert. You just kind of get a sense of am I busier or am I not busier? And are those good leads or not leads? And I'm not saying they're not good leads, but for the first time ever, we could figure out how much those patients actually were worth and what the true ROI was. And, you know, if you look at that compared to your ad spend, then you can truly see what it is that you wanted to do. And then through that, we also, um, actually let's back up. What did we actually do, Corey?
2: So what we did was we went in and we used uh, service to track uh, phone numbers, essentially. And so there's a phone number that's tied to a specific ad. And this is
1: completely HIPAA compliant. We're not taking any data, we're not pulling any lists.
2: Correct. Um, So we looked at uh, phone numbers uh, tied to specific ads. And then we also went in to the Google My Business listings and updated phone numbers on those listings. So what would happen was if I was a user and I was looking for this particular practice or just like any practice um, near me in this uh, subspecialty, click on the ad or the Google My Business listing, however I got there. But anyway, I'd see the phone number, click it, call it. And then what would happen is the service would record, uh, not the phone call itself, but it would record the fact that I clicked on this number. And because this number through, you know, just your national, like, cell phone records is tied to your name, um, it would generate a report. And so we were able to take that report and then look at over the course of how many months?
1: It was an eight-month program.
2: Okay. So through eight months, we were able to essentially pull a report and say, these people called over the course of this program and this particular number was from ads this particular number was from google my business listings google my business listings are um, available for you to claim for free from google and you can add information in there for your practice you can add photos phone numbers descriptions all kinds of fun stuff There's no charge to do those things.
1: No, not at this point. There is a charge though for the call tracking software. Correct. And so for this practice, we focused on um, three of their nine offices over the course of an eight month period. And we spent about five to $800 per month on just the call tracking itself. But what we were able to do, so we did, we tied the call tracking to the ads, like you said, Corey. And then we tied for kind of giggles to the GMB accounts. That's the Google My Business. Then we let it roll. Then we pulled a list and we pulled, so we pulled the list from the call tracking service, which was tied to cell phone data. Then we had the practice pull us a list of patients through the journey and we got their cell phone data. And then we mapped that cell phone data together. And then we looked at conversion rates, the revenue that was generated by that cell phone and then the return on the ad spend.
2: Right, and so by doing that, we were able to then look at obviously uh, unique calls, so just how busy every one of these three locations actually was, like how many phone calls they got. And then we were able to look at the total number of new patients that was generated through the ads and the total number of new patients that was generated through the Google My Business listings?
1: Yeah, so if we, let's start with, um, let's actually start with ads because I think the ads, everybody kind of understands. Like you you build ad campaigns, when people are searching for something at your practice, that translates to them clicking and then scheduling an appointment. So for these three locations, um, total in the eighth month period, Um, actually through ads and through GMB, they generated 23,017 phone calls off of either an ad or a GMB um, call. And that, um, from the ads, they generated actually 355, which was a conversion rate of just under 2%. And of those Google ads, um, of those phone calls, it actually was 147 new patients. Mm -hmm. And so that... Led to 34 total new patients, um, which was almost a 10% conversion rate. And of those ads that they spent, they um, they saw a return on investment of a dollar 57, or just shy of $13,000 in revenue that came in from those patients during that time frame. Now it could be more because you don't know how long that journey is gonna take. Like they came in for a consult, they came in for a repeat visit, they came in for surgery. But during that eight month period, we can tell definitively that the ads were were generating 57 cents for every dollar that they spent. And we were at least making our money back, plus we were getting some branding, plus we brought in about $13,000.
2: Right. And we also know that uh, most people, when they search for something, don't click on the ad. So it's not like those numbers are unexpected, that conversion yeah, rate no, not absolutely. unexpected. I
1: just want them to be paying for themselves.
2: Right, exactly. Um, and But what people do click on when they search for something, specifically like a service, is the Google My Business numbers. So if you look at those... Um,
1: Especially yeah. on your phone.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, because if you're, if you're mobile um, or you're just trying to look up something real quick, uh, then... It's so easy to click on those listings. So credit to Google for making it, it <laughs> really so easy, easy to do that.
1: It is so easy. Um,
2: so again, we had 23,017 unique calls. Um, for, from Google My Business, we had 6,100.
1: Free, free calls. It mm-hmm. didn't cost us a thing other than time.
2: Right. And we were able to tie that using the, the practice data and see that that resulted in 700 new patients.
1: 700 new patients.
2: Which is a conversion rate of 12%. And using those same uh, AOV numbers...
1: That's average order value. That's what your patient is worth, you know, average.
2: That generated $245,000.
1: $245,000 that came directly off of the Google My Business listings.
2: Right. And again, Google My Business listings... Are Are free. Free. But you have to claim them and you have to make sure that the information there is correct and up to date. And if you do that, or let me rephrase that, if you don't do that, you're leaving a quarter of a million dollars on the table.
1: And that's three offices out of nine generating $245,000 definitively because we've matched it against the patient data.
2: Right, right. And so a couple things you can do for your Google My Business listings. Um, you wanna make sure that if that sounds good to you, you should be writing this down, or come to the website we've got the show notes if you're driving don't write this down um make changes to the you can update the uh, seo descriptions on your google my business listings you can update physician categories and location categories to make sure that you're drilling down to the specific things that you offer and google is constantly changing these as well so they just rolled out something at the time of this recording where you can actually list your accepted insurances in there, so you gotta make sure that those are correct. And they are in the process right now of rolling out the ability to request and or schedule appointments. So what that does is it will essentially just kind of connect to whatever you have on your website, Um, but you have to make that connection. And if you don't, then again, you're just leaving money on the table. But if you make sure that these descriptions are updated and all the relevant information is there, um, then you can take full advantage of these free listings.
1: So kind of jumping off of the value of the Google My Business listings, we had a physician come to us. He's a hand surgeon. And he said, look guys, when I type in hand surgeon near me, and it can be, Google can be finicky. So and it all depends on the time of day and where you're searching from and whatnot. But when I type it in, I don't even show up. In fact, my competitors show up and then I don't even show up like, I, a knee surgeon shows up from our practice, not even a hand surgeon. So we took it to heart and we said, all right, doc. And we went back and we updated all of his profiles kind of at the beginning of this. It was all happening like together. And I think this might be why we even said, let's tag the Google My, Google my Business in addition to the ads. And then when we went in to, when we got this data, we checked on his numbers too. Just those changes in the SEO descriptions led to a 57.4% increase in the number of times he showed up first on the Google My Business listings.
2: For Hand Doctor.
1: For Hand Doctor. Which
2: is exactly what he wanted and was not showing up before that.
1: That's right. And so now, which is kind of like one of the big key takeaways, this small practice has 74 different profiles because every doctor has a profile. Every office has a profile. Every doctor that travels to different offices has a different profile. Mm-hmm. So when we're saying you have to maintain this, we now—not that we didn't before—but I think now it's like doubling down on the the well, real benefit. We have to maintain seventy-four different listings for this single practice.
2: Right, and and it's one of those things too where um, you know it, I, I kind of mentioned it, but Google is always changing always. these things. So even if you claimed your listings. I don't know. Two years ago, they're very different now, and it's it's worth the time and obviously worth the money to go in there and update that inventory and make sure that all of the information is is there and anything that you can add to increase uh, the relevance or the size or the accuracy of these profiles is done.
1: You know, and I go back to you know, going back to Google My Business. We were in a client meeting with a practice recently. And we were, at, it was a face-to-face meeting. They had the big TV monitor up and they pulled up their Google My Business listing for one of their offices and said, you know, what is all this? And it was like random people. And this is a ophthalmology practice. Like they were having dinner, people posing with like their pizza, like heart emojis on stuff. And they're like, what is this? Well, Google My Business, like if you're a patient, this is how it ended up. The patient left a review or they thought, but instead they were like updating things to the site because you can check in. And then if you take a photo at the check-in, all of that shows up in your listing and you have to have everything claimed. And also that's the beauty of Google. Like they're allowing you to claim it and add your, your specific things, but they're also allowing all the people that are interacting with your business to also add items. So, again, it's adding authenticity and everything else.
2: Right, yeah. And, and in that particular example, it was an older gentleman who just overshared photos yeah, to profiles. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Profiles. So, that's why they had pictures of, of pizza on their their ophthalmology practice. Okay. Um, so, again, something to pay attention to. Um, but, yeah, so because of this, we know that properly optimized GMB listings are extremely effective at capturing this organic traffic, these people that are just looking for the best blank, near them, whatever your subspecialty is, there's people out there looking for those things. And we know that that converts to new patients at an extremely high rate. And you can tie that to real revenue numbers with no direct advertising costs, which is fantastic.
1: But if you are going to do advertising costs, also know that your ads are paying for themselves and then some, because with Google, you're only paying for what people are clicking through. You're not paying for those millions of impressions potentially that you're getting. So this alone, we know with these three offices, we saw for every dollar we spent, we saw a fifty-seven come back. So we saw a profit of 57 cents per just on three offices. And that's just looking at a particular snapshot in time. So those patients very well could become surgical candidates later on. And we did that at the cost of the ads, plus the cost of the call tracking for this practice, it was anywhere from five to $800 per month because you're actually paying per call. And it's a simple software. You have whoever's running your ads, tell them you wanna install call tracking, have them provide you a list on that call tracking, get that database, get somebody that understands spreadsheets to mine it up against all of your other patient data, and then track those phone numbers maybe over the course of a year see what the true value is and then you'll know if your couple thousand dollars a month you're spending on ads is actually paying dividends, if you should double down on certain things or if you should put your focus elsewhere.
2: Yeah and this is a great way um, to actually determine ROI on marketing and ads. So you know in the past it used to be well we spent a bunch of money on marketing and I have no idea if it's actually doing anything but we have that cool billboard Um, but now we, we know for certain not only how much we're spending we know exactly what it turns into, how long that patient journey takes, which is also valuable information. That when you would ask the practice before this, they would just kind of shrug their shoulders and say, "We think it can take an average of four months or six months," but nobody really knew. Um, but now we have real data that we can we can use for other things and other initiatives. So. Yeah,
1: and I'm going to say this: there, and um, we end it here. There are companies out there that this is what they do, and you will pay out the yin yang for this because this is this is obviously a business model we had one of these companies trying to um really sell one of our clients hard and they didn't want to pay that and i said well hold on a second maybe give us a chance to reverse engineer it and that's what this is it's duct taped reversed engineering we figured out how they were doing this and then we just went ahead and did it directly with the vendors, and then we just had to do it ourselves. So I think you can spend the money to do it, but if we can figure out how to reverse engineer, you can figure out how to reverse engineer, look at what other people are doing, emulate it, and then track those numbers.
2: Absolutely, and then you can use that data to iterate and make it better.
1: That's it, that's exactly the case. So with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Marketing Tips Show.
0: Thanks a bunch. Thanks, guys.